Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined with your other host, Karen. And today we are going to talk about what? Uh, Chevelle and Three Days Grace. Yes, Chevelle and Three Days Grace. Well, I didn't know if it's like co-headlining. It is a co-headlining tour, okay. yeah, <laughs> um, with Chevelle and Three Days Grace, as we've said now three times. Um, are you sure it was Chevelle and Three Days Grace? <laughs> yeah, I am, yes. Also with special guests. Loathe. Loathe. From the UK. Yep. Um, this was, I was going to say Friday, but it wasn't a Friday. It was a Wednesday? doesn't yes. matter. Uh, it, September yeah. 13th. It was Wednesday. Yeah. September 13th at uh, the Aragon Ballroom again. Uh, going back there for another show. Yep. We paid $55 for our tickets with $15.75 in fees and $7.08 in tax. No... Tour name. They didn't have a tour? Just a blank tour name. Are you sure? Yep. I found the one of the headliners, or not headlines, um, one of the announcement articles that came out, and it's the little image it has is just Chevelle, Three Days Grace, with special guest Loathe. Some really cool artwork going straight down in the middle, and at the very bottom, Live Nation. <laughs> According to this little thing I found here, this is a Live Nation-produced concert. Oh. So... I don't think Live Nation produces many concerts. I think we don't know much about like the the promotion and the booking of concerts, right? That's sort of the behind the scenes that you don't necessarily see a lot well, of. Well, I've seen a lot of like Live Nation presents. Would that be what this is? Maybe. Maybe that's okay. what this is. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. I mean, yeah, I guess all the t- stuff at like Tenley Park and whatnot, are those are always at like Live Nation venues. Yeah. I think all of them. Because uh, I guess Rob Zombie, we just saw them and that wasn't Live Nation. That was... Ivy. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, like I've seen a lot of Live Nation presents, so I wonder if it's the same yeah, type maybe. of concept. Uh, but I, I, sorry, I think you were trying to say, like, that they're taking over, like, the promotion, they're taking over the Well, tickets. there was that aspect of it, too, right? Um, because I do know, like, Mammoth Productions, who did Linefest, uh, they do a bunch of stuff in the Midwest, in, like, Iowa, Kansas City, and, and Omaha area, I think. So there's, like, regional promoters who put together shows and, and whatnot, so... Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you're right. I do see a lot of stuff that says Live Nation Presents, so maybe I'm stretching here and need to understand more. But that's one aspect of live concerts that we don't know a whole lot about that I definitely want to know yeah. more about. Yeah, like the promotion and the putting on the... Yeah. Um, yeah. Just all of the stuff. Because, I mean, there's so much that goes in behind the scenes that you don't see as a fan from, like, just going to a show. Like, yeah. it's a big, moving operation. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that was what's weird, that... No tour name, two headliners, special guest, and then Live Nation. That's it. Yeah, I think at the end of the year, one of our things is like top tour name. Yes. So no tour name. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Count? No, I mean, it counts, I guess, if, if you like that. But I don't know. We'll talk about that probably at the end of, yeah. at the, end of the year. Um, yeah, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the Aragon again, going back there. You're kind of a fan of the Aragon. I think you like that venue quite a bit. I don't know. We've been to some more venues now, and I might be changing my mind on it. Okay. I definitely changed my mind on this. It used to be one of my least favorite venues, and the last few shows we've gone to have been great. My biggest complaint has always been getting in and getting out of Aragon. We haven't seen a show there in the winter when you had to do coat check, so we'll see how that gets. I think we have a couple shows later this year. Yeah. But it's actually been really good. They've rechanged their 
entry process. They're using the newer uh, full-body scanners. So, I mean, it's kind of invasive. It's kind of, depending on what your your thoughts on that Whatever. security aspect of it are. I mean, it's not like the TSA scanner. It's not like that. No, it's not. Um, but some of the new venues, like especially like regularly when we go to Cubs games, they use this kind of scanner as well. You just walk right through, and then it, it will flag certain items if you have them. But we've never gotten pulled over. Never like even your bag. You just you don't have to look at your bag anymore. You just walk straight through. Yeah. I don't know though if Aragon. I don't think bags are even allowed, so it doesn't really matter. Maybe like small purses and stuff. Well, I mean the one. I mean we'll get into it. But one of the people that was on stage had a bag backpack on. Oh shit, she did. Yeah, but it was the clear ones, right? Yeah, it was a so, clear one. Okay. Yeah, so you must be able to so bring a, little a bag different. in. Yeah. yeah, I forgot but, about that. Hmm. I mean, we don't take bags to shows, so. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. There's nobody going through when we went through. Um, yeah. So if you got pulled aside, I know when you go to Cubs games, you don't get pulled aside with bags unless there's yeah. the, the scanner detects something. Yeah. But all I'm trying to say is that's really drastically improved the getting into the venue oh, process. Okay. It used to be such a pain in the ass to get in. And now it's, it's so quick and easy. And that was one of my biggest complaints. That sort of resolved. And now this venue has kind of went from like the bottom of my list toward the middle to top of my list, I would oh, okay. say. I really like this venue. The The aesthetics of the venue are super fucking awesome. The sound is great. I, one big plus for you is the stage is high up, so you can see it from almost anywhere. I, I like this venue a lot now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like it. Just I don't know if it's like my top venue. Yeah, for so, sure. I'm just yeah. saying it, it, it's changed for me over oh, okay. time. Okay. Similar to House of Blues has gone from one of our favorites to yeah. one of our least favorites. Yeah. I don't like House of Blues anymore. Right. But getting into the show, I mean, that's enough for the venue. We've been there before. We've talked about it in other podcasts. Yeah. We Venue's might cool. do some venue-specific podcasts someday. Yeah, we should yeah. think about like that. Like where we dig into a certain venue. A little bit more, like the history and whatnot of it. Yeah. And I mean, this venue is also like up in, I guess it's called like the theater district or yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because uh, the. Well, I don't think it's actually the theater district. I think that's downtown. I think that's oh. what that is. Um, but at, but there's like the Riviera. There's that really old one that's no longer. Uptown something or other, yeah. I think. Uptown theater. It, Uptown theater? I think, I think that's right. I don't think it's owned. It was owned by somebody, obviously, yeah. but it's not really in operation right it's now. It's not. No, no. Um, um, and then. Aragon. Yep, those three are like all within a block, like all the the corner ballrooms, not like theaters. Where theater district is downtown by what I don't even know what it's called, but like Chicago Theater and stuff is like right there. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to get to is they're all old, old Chicago theater type ballroom buildings. I don't know what they were in the past if they were theaters in the past or if they were always ballrooms or what. Yeah, like. Aragon, not Aragon, let's see the other one. Riviera. That's more of a theater style that it looks like they took the seats out potentially. Possibly. Um, and then Uptown Theater, we think it's called. We've never actually been there, so we don't yeah. know what it's like on the inside. Anyway, really cool area, really cool old. Like all these buildings have so much character just because they are old and things were built differently way back in the day. So, yeah. I don't know. Really cool place. Um, one other thing to note before getting into the actual show that was kind of an annoyance and really frustrated us yeah i would say is the time yeah this started at what 5 30 5 30 not doors the show started at 5 30 yeah like at 5 32 and for people who work like us on a work night on a school night like this is what the fuck like it was hard to get there you had to leave work early rush home change and then we rushed up there um we got there at like 
529. Yeah, we got through the door, and as we're getting through the door, you can hear the like it's the crowd started. roar yeah. and the like the the band starting to play. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? This is early. Yeah. And for three bands, too. So I kind of forgot it was a co-headlining show. So I mean, you do get an hour and a half, an hour and a half for Chevelle and for Three Days Grace. So there's your three hours, but Loathe only played. Well, Three Days Grace only played for 50, uh, an hour and 15. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like oh, it's okay. a, it's yeah. a full set. Yeah, you don't get like a 40-minute set or whatever. Right, you're yeah. not getting a reduced set. Yeah. Loathe, though, was a typical opener set of like 20, 30 minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. Um. That was that was a bit frustrating yeah. for sure. Yeah, and this is like the second concert recently that has been 5.30. The other one was Corey Taylor. Or was it 6? Was Corey Taylor 6 o'clock? I can't remember. See, I know Corey Taylor was later in the evening. See, doors were at 6 originally and then 7.30. I think they got moved down to 6.30, so an hour earlier. So yeah. at least but it was, was a little better. Yeah, that is a little bit better. It, it's just, I don't know, it's weird leaving a show at 9.30 or 9.40. Well, I mean, we can get into it now, but we got home, and when we go to concerts in the middle of the week... We typically, especially because they start before we usually eat dinner, so we can't eat dinner. We're not going to eat at the show because that's expensive and blah, 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 whatever. We'll, we'll usually get frozen pizzas beforehand um, and have those in our freezer, just like two or three ready to go. And then we'll come home from a show, pop it in the oven, relax a little bit, kind of de- decompress a little bit, eat our frozen pizza, hang out, and then go to bed, right? And usually that could be like midnight or one o'clock yeah. sometimes. Yeah, like 1130 12.30-ish. Yeah. yeah. Makes for a shitty morning the next morning, but yeah. whatever. It's like oh, we enjoy going it. to the concert. Right. It's yeah. worth it. Um, this time, we ate our food. We came home, cooked our pizza, ate our pizza, sat there, watched some YouTube, some music videos on YouTube and whatnot, right? And I think I looked at you and it was 10.30, 11? Uh, I remember being... It may a, have been... I remember making a joke when we got home like, oh, sorry, cats, you don't get dinner for another two hours because... We're right. at a show. Like, so we got home really early. I just remember like finishing eating pizza and being like, what the fuck? This yeah. is, we should be leaving the show right now, not coming back. Like not, not completely done type thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That was, that's weird. I didn't like it, especially the having to rush to get there. Like, yeah, I didn't like that. If I had to work downtown too, um, guy yeah. work from home, like it would have sucked for both of us to try to, we would have had to like leave our shit at work. And figure something out. Like we've done that in the past when we both worked downtown. Yeah, it's harder though when you don't like. From my work schedule, I don't have to go in the next day. Yeah. So I have to bring my stuff home. Right. And I wasn't about to leave it there and do an extra day in the office. Right. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. That was one thing that I was like, God, this is really stupid. I hate this. I don't know why it is. Other than I don't. I, there wasn't really an age restriction. I saw a lot of younger people there. Yeah, there were younger people. Um, there was kids. Like, I did see a kid yeah. just like sitting there on the phone, like on the kids. ground. Yeah, there was a couple kids there. So, but I don't know. I yeah I I'm all they could do a whole six 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 on this because I think um I think a while ago Jamie Lee Curtis came out and there was like a whole bunch of articles about it where she's like I would love to see matinee shows. Yeah, um, like concerts in the middle of the day. And I kind of agree. Like if I can go see a show at noon or one or two and then leave by like seven that's cool i can do that i'd I'd like that but starting at five and leaving at nine that's i'm not a fan of that yeah oh no i think it's like this whole thing where maybe there's a genre of music or a genre of shows that you would like say more classical or something 
this would be appropriate, I think, to have it done Doesn't by matinee. 10 not, not a matinee, but have it done before, like, 10 o'clock. Gotcha. Like you a know? theater type yeah. show. But then if you think about it, like, an, say, an EDM show or even, you know, some more party mu- music, like, those don't even start until, like, 10 p.m. I was going to say, like, right now we're recording this on Friday the 15th. Riot Fest started today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I keep forgetting. Lala was a few weeks back, right? Yeah. About a month ago now. And all of those, these two festivals have after shows. Yes. That don't even start till 10 or 11 at night. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, there was nothing going on after this show. So I don't know, like, why you had to be done so early. Yeah, that's true. Because if they were doing, like, a second show, that would make sense why you had to be done. Right. But I don't they didn't have anything scheduled. So I don't, yeah, I don't know why it was so early. City ordinance, maybe. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of is, because like Wrigleyville has ordinances that you have to be done at a certain time or like only so many late night events and yep. that sort of thing. But I don't know why that area would. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. We don't know. We talked a lot about this. It was definitely something we were not happy about when we looked back, like we've like, had to look up the time that we're going. Like, what time again? Yeah, I kept thinking 5.30 was doors. Right. Like, I kept trying to look and look, and everything said 5.30, and I'm just like, that's so early. It is so fucking early. But. Um, Yeah, so not a fan of that, Um, but it didn't ruin the evening by any means. No. We were able to make it on yeah. time-ish. It's a little bit of loathe, but not a like whole lot. Like the first song, yeah. maybe. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, But, yeah, let's get into it then. Get into, get into loathe. Why don't you uh, start us with the, the set list? So they started with Aggressive Evolution, New Faces in the Dark, Heavy is the Head that Falls with the Weight of a Thousand Thoughts. I like that song title. It's really long, though. Super long. (laughs) Screaming, Is It Really You? And then they ended with Gord. Yeah, as you pointed out, the the third track, Heavy is the Head that Falls Within the Weight of a Thousand Thoughts. Really like that title. Really fucking long-ass title. Yeah, Um, yeah. Heavy as the head, maybe. Let's like let's yeah. narrow it down just a bit. Just keep it there. Uh, heavy head with thoughts, something like that. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. that's a long ass fucking name. Um, but yeah, whatever. The other thing I knew, we didn't know anything about this band no, going yeah. in. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of them. I only looked them up to see that they're from the UK. Yeah, and I picked that up only in between the the in between the songs with the crowd yeah. interaction of the, the talking. Because then it's like, oh, you can hear the accent. But during the song, like, no, nah, I didn't really pick up on that at all. Yeah. Uh, good sound. Kind of a deep death metal-y kind of yeah, the, deathcore type thing. The music is like a deathcore type uh, music. But then the vocals is more, I think, doomy vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. Because um, I even listened to, I don't know if you've listened to Lowe's since. I right? haven't, no. Okay. So I listened to them, when did we go? Wednesday. So I must have listened to them a lot on Thursday because at the show, it was really hard to hear the vocals. It really was. So I was like, oh, is it like the mics turned way down or like what's going on? But in even when you're listening to it, the vocals are very low. Are they Which really? reminded me of like a doom vocal that's more like the low sound that's more just like drawn out vocals. That's probably the wrong way to describe it. But um, they do have a partner song with Sleep Token. So if you think about how Sleep Token is with, like, the more melodic, like, low vocals, um, that song. Like the deep, deep, 
deep voice vocal type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like the low, drawn out, like where you like kind of hold on to your words and stuff as you sing. Uh, I got you. So like, yeah. yeah, you're just holding on to the syllables yeah, as you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that I feel like they try to do with their mu- or is in their music as well. That same style of vocals. Okay. That's my opinion. Now somebody could probably say. I you're thought wrong. I heard more screamy aspects to it. So there were some, but the screams were even like very low, in my opinion. And when you say were, you mean when you listen to it the second or third time, or even yeah, a, it got yeah, you. Okay. yeah. But it's not like a death metal or a death uh, death chorus scream. Gotcha. Or no, growl. No, yeah, 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 it's not that. Um, and also they have backup vocals by the bassist, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that's more of like a clean, low, clean vocal, um, like. Nothing is very pronounced for the vocals. So that's why I'm kind of like comparing it to more doom where the vocals go with the music. It's like part of I the gotcha. sound. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see what you're saying now with doom. Like when I think of doom, I don't think of it in those terms. But I I agree with you with doom. Definitely the, the vocals complement the musical style very, very well. And yeah. I guess like you're right. Like it. It didn't sound the greatest in terms of like the vocals when we were there, um, which just could have been a bad night. We've been at the shows where the audio quality with vocals, you're yeah. still t- tweaking out, especially for an opener. So, But that's even how it is mixed on Spotify. See, that's the so, thing. I haven't listened to that yeah. yet. So I don't, maybe it's easier to listen to in Spotify. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It, because then you don't have all the other ambient noise that's yeah. Yeah. going around too. Yeah. Um, any case, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it Definitely too. Definitely something yeah. I wanted to yeah. check out again. I want to hear more of it, like because I only listened to it for probably about an hour and a half. Before okay. Do they have a pretty meetings. deep catalog? I thought that they had quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, like I didn't really look at all of it, but I felt like I mean I didn't look at their albums because I just started the first song on Spotify and then I go. You just let it run. And then I just let it run. Yeah, and that's why um, the song with. Um, Sleep Token came up because it was just on their list. So you start with like the the top song, the number one song, and just let it go yeah, from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have four albums, so I mean. Okay, when they start, when uh, twenty sixteen. Okay, so like. newish. Yeah, and they have a couple singles and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. No, I thought it was great. I thought the energy was <laughs> great on set too, um, or on stage. Uh, not a whole lot in terms of effects mainly no yeah they did it mainly just red light they, yeah they didn't really change from the red light itself it was basically red light the entire way through yeah you're right um they did the the i don't want to say standard but a lot of bands do like the let's see your lights on your phones yeah. bring your phones yeah. up a lot of bands have been doing that a lot of bands have uh where you bring down the house lights and yeah and bring that up that was kind of cool um or maybe we just noticed it because a lot of bands recently have been doing it yeah i I don't want to say a lot of bands do it, but I think we've just seen a lot of them recently. Recently, there's been three. Like Disturb does the light, which is just their normal. Yeah, that's normal. But it's a little different than where, like oxymorons and these guys, where it was basically let's bring down all the lights and use your phones as our light. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is kind of cool. I know you said you don't like pulling your phone up and doing that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I don't do it. Yeah. Um, I I did it at oxymoron because there was like. Nobody there. So yeah, I was there like, was, yeah. they're going to notice if I'm not doing it. <laughs> I used to not do it also. And then I've kind of like, oh, fuck it, whatever. I'll, they asked me to do it. I'll go ahead and yeah. do it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, 
really good set. Um, really cool to see these guys for the first time, in my opinion. Definitely somebody I want to check out again. Um, live, I don't know. Definitely something like if they're around and we're free, let's yeah. go check it out. Yeah. Or if they're an opener, definitely, or at a festival type thing. But um, not something, I guess, let's put it this way. If if there's these guys and another band I'm more into, say Chemist, yeah. I'm going to want to go to see Chemist yeah. more over these these guys, unfortunately. But again, they're in town, nothing else going on. For sure, let's go check them out. Yeah. I want to see them maybe at a smaller club. Okay. Um, I know that they said that this tour is like the most or the largest that. crowd that they've played at in the U.S. But in my mind, I think that their sound would be co- like at a Reggie's. I'm just thinking like their sound would be a cooler or not cooler. <laughs> that's the wrong way. Um, their sound kind of fits like a smaller fits that club. vibe better. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely forgot about them saying like. The like with this tour with Three Days Grace and Chevelle that these are the largest crowds they've played to. Yeah, in the U.S. They said. I, did they say the U.S.? Yeah, they I did thought they say said in the, in just the, the largest crowds we played. No, to. I, I heard them say in the U.S. Okay, I didn't yeah. hear that, but okay. Um, any case, largest crowds they played to. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, good for them. I like I said, I like their set a lot. Um, the one thing I did get confused on originally was their name because oh. I thought you said it was Loathe. We get up there and their backdrop is loath as one. Yeah. And it's like, or usually it's not like a whole phrase for a band. It's just their logo or their name. This being loath as one is like, oh, maybe their name is loath as one. Well, so we saw another um, band earlier this year, like Void or Avoid. No, it was Void. Void. And they used to be Avoid. Avoid the void. Avoid the void was yeah. their original name. Void is their new name, I yeah. believe. Yeah, so I wonder if that's this is similar because even their Instagram name is loathe as one. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. thought that was interesting because I was like, I thought it was just a one name band, but maybe not. And then even they were during the crowd interaction part was like, we are low. Thank you for coming seeing us, blah, 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 whatever, you know, yeah. the, the thing they, they said was. Um, but then it was like just loathe as well. It was like, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, uh, good time all around. Uh, glad we yeah. got to see them. Yeah, they're, I, I want to check them out again, so they're cool. Glad we didn't miss too much of their I know, right? Too, we only so. missed like one song, so that's good. Yeah, easily could have missed all of it or almost all of it. Yeah, we could have missed half of Three Days Grace if we thought 5.30 was doors. That too, yes. <laughs> and speaking of, Three Days Grace was next. Yes. Um, what did we have for a set list? They started with a So-Called Life, Animal I Have Become, I Am Machine, Home, The Good Life, Pain, The Mountain, Painkiller, World So Cold, Just Like You, Break, Lifetime, I Hate Everything About You, Never Too Late, and they ended with their Notorious Riot. Or it's just Riot, but their Notorious Song, Riot. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. I think it was around pain or the mountain so you know six or seven basically those two songs i think it was right around that little block where i looked at our playlist to figure out what the set list was when we saw them in minneapolis with shinedown because i thought this was i forgot this was a co-headlining tour and i was like well shit we only have a couple of a couple songs left right like what are they gonna play sort of thing and also like is it also the exact same set list so i pulled that up and looked and was like all right i think there's 
I Am Machine, I don't think they played that, or uh, Animal I Have Become, one of those two songs they didn't play at Minneapolis, I think. Um, oh, really? I think so. Oh, okay. Um, and I was just like, all right, where are we at? And sure enough, it was should have been almost over, but they kept going and going. And by the time, just like you, their 10th track, uh, where they bring two fans on stage, I was like, oh, wait, never mind. This is probably a co-headliner show because this is something I think they only do at their headlining shows. We've seen it one other time in Denver yep. for their headlining yeah. show. Every time we've seen Three Days Grace has been as an opener other than that other time. And that was the only other time they did this little bit where they brought two fans on stage to sing the song alongside them. Uh, an interesting sort of segment i guess for the song of bringing fans on to sing right like did you enjoy that do you enjoy when bands do stuff like that um do i normally enjoy it yeah like do you enjoy that sort of like we've seen it a couple times disturbed yeah. did it once in at Hogfest. yeah for, for sickness um, and then i think these guys green, are the only other time well green day, oh, does, green day the does their yeah guitar thing yeah i don't know i don't know if i have an opinion of it i liked is seeing it here in Chicago better than when we saw it in Denver. Because in Denver, I think we have a podcast on it, but one of the people that came up to sing didn't even know the song. Yeah, you were saying that. like, they And it just... was like, you're just a pretty person, so <laughs> you got to be on stage. Where these two people who came up, like, knew the song, sang, moved around with the band, like, not copying the band, but, you know, like, no, they were dancing around, jumping around, well, doing their, doing yeah, their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what I was going into is, like, not copying the band, but, like, if Matt put his foot up on the riser thing or whatever, um, one of the people would put their foot up on the riser thing, that sort of thing. That's what I mean. Like, I wasn't saying, like, they were copying them, but, yeah. like, you know, or they were, like, moving around and moving their hands and, you know, not just, like, standing there and singing Yeah, or I, not just standing there and being pretty like the one in Denver. <laughs> Um, yeah, that seems to really frustrate you that yeah. she was on stage. In well, it was just, it was just the fact that I'm sure that there was a lot of fans there that actually knew the song and would actually like to sing. And then you have this person there that's just like standing without even like, like just so. And I don't like, I, I get that. I do. Um, I was thinking watching these two individuals on stage for this performance, um, at this show that I don't, if I knew a song like Metallica brings me on stage or something and I know the lyrics, I don't know if I would do anything. Like, I don't know if I would freeze or not, right? Like, oh, it's, yeah. It's getting very nervous very quick, I would think. Yeah. And I could see people freezing up and not knowing what to do. And so, I mean, that could have been the issue with Denver. Maybe not. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't um, think so. She did a lot of posing for freezing up. That's all I got I don't remember. I think I was going to the bathroom or something. You were, so yeah, I don't you remember that it. part at all. Yeah. Um, so I have no comment Anyways, on that. You just asked if I liked it. I liked yeah. this performance. Yeah, that's all I was trying to say. Better is, than... And then with these two, like I was saying, one of the individuals was definitely more, and I guess where I was trying to go is one of them was definitely more, uh, what's not, not an introvert, an extrovert. She was definitely more of an extrovert where she is dancing around, jumping around a little bit, singing, headbanging and shit, having a blast doing it. The other one, not as much of an introvert, not much, like somewhere in the middle because I do feel like she was like freezing, not freezing up a little bit, but very hesitant to do stuff. And then that's where Matt would come around like, Grab her on the shoulder, put his foot up, and she would oh, yeah. mimic at that point. Not yeah. mimic, but like 
okay, it's okay to walk around. I think it's okay it was to do so. Are you meaning like right when it first started? Yes. Or like yep. They were both just standing there, and then one of them, you know, started moving around a little bit before the other. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think I would, I would even get on stage. What am I? Who am I talking? That's about? That's what I'm saying, right? But yeah. <laughs> I mean. But they yeah. they got on stage. They sung. Yeah, they moved around. Yeah. They had a blast. You could hear them singing too. Good for them. Like yeah. they enjoyed it. That's all that matters. Yeah. And it wasn't a detriment to the show. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that bit. I think it's. I think it can be a hit and miss. I think we brought this up during the Hogfest podcast of disturb bringing somebody on to sing sickness. Like your yeah. one of your main songs, the song that's typically yeah. your closer, and you're gonna let this guy sing the song with you. Um, and I he think the guy it. was he somebody. See, I don't think we talked was, about that. We just where don't know who it is. So. Somehow they knew like this guy could actually hold his own and sing. Yeah. Um, but we talked about that there where if you don't know that and you're just pulling two random people or a random person out, you could ruin your set potentially yeah. as well as not just ruin your set, but like, I guess ruin your set. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Is, yeah. As an audience member, if it's, if it's shit, I'm going to be pissed. That, like, what the fuck? Why? Like, yeah. Just do a meet and greet or some shit or come down and give a signed whatever the fuck. Or yeah, I, I think what you're saying. Green Days is really good where it's, do you know how to play the bass? Yep. All right, get up here, show Do you me. actually know how to play? <laughs> right. And we saw that, I think, the first time we saw Green Day. Yeah, where I don't like remember. Somebody got up, didn't know how to play. It's like, all right, get the fuck off. And then the next person comes up. like, okay. But even that, like I said, it, if you're not like, you got to be boom, 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 because it can be a mood killer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But there's um, a video on social media of a young boy um, who gets up with Hyperville and can sing and he's moving around and everything on the stage. It's really, really cool. But like these people were adults, obviously. Well, I'm assuming adults. They looked adults. But like, I even think it's better when you have a child doing it, but also that's even more risky of can they actually perform yeah i don't know i didn't think about that until you brought that up there's been a lot of stuff like that where uh, i think dave girl for foo fighters brought a kid up and they played like metallica or some shit like the kid came up and played oh yeah metallica. Yeah. Um, yeah like on the guitar right yeah and yeah. like cool it's really cool for that kid it's a great opportunity it's a great memory he's gonna have i don't know if i like it and now i'm going back on what i said about this <laughs> this um just like you bit, right? Where it's like, let's bring two people on. Like, it's really cool for those two people. Part of me is like, I, I don't yeah. care. Like, I, and I'm not that big of a fan. Like, I'm, like I said, Metallica is my favorite band. If I had the opportunity to go on stage and do something, I don't know if I would. I think I might turn that down and be like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Like, I, I'm here to see you play. I'm here to enjoy the show. You're all about the, 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 you're all about the dance monkey dance thing. Like, give me a good show. That's all I want. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> to some, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's I know what you mean. It's yeah. a double-edged sword. It yeah. really is of, like... It is really cool for the fans that get chosen, though, to go on stage. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Disturbed is really cool with their um, reason to fight aspect of, like... What, yeah, like, here's the struggle I wouldn't you're going be able to do that. I mean... Yeah, I know. It's super emotional. And talk about your struggles and... I don't know. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm not that brave to do that either. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that I'm fine with because it's, I don't know. I don't know. It, there's a thin line, like, like a very thin line between what I'm okay with and what I'm not. And <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. Um, but anyway, they do something like that here for just yeah. like you. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun. So we have seen, this is the Explosions Tour? 
<laughs> yes, you brought that up when we were at yeah. merch. You're like, what the fuck? This is still well, the explosion store? I was store? so, like, I got... I mean, there was no tour name, but like for them to still have Explosions merch on their tour shirts, I was just like, holy shit, like we saw them two years ago, right? Or a year ago. A year ago, yeah. See, it seemed like so long ago, but it was just last summer that we saw them twice. The first time we saw them, 2019 with Disturbed? Yeah. And that was before the explosion. Right, right. No, I'm I'm saying, so when we saw them at Upheaval in Denver... That was last summer. Yes, that and was for last in, summer. In my mind, it was two summers ago. We saw them again last year, too. We saw them three times last year? We saw year? them three times last year. Oh, at Hogfest. They were at Hogfest last year, and then we saw them at Upheaval. Were they really? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. They, okay. They were after Asking Alexandria. So it was In Flames, Asking Alexandria, them, and then Godsmack. Yes. Okay, cool. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So we've seen this tour five times now. Yes, this yeah. iteration of the tour twice as a headliner, three times as an opener. Yes, is that it? I thought it might be more. No, it's five times. Okay, but anyways, what I was gonna say out of that is that it was kind of fun. We know the banter now of like how the song's gonna start, or like the little thing like, "Oh, Minneapolis, you make us feel right at home." Yeah, yeah. Or Chicago, you make us feel right at home. Yeah. So then you know that they're going into home. Um, mountain like i even did my little thing was like the little price is right dude climbing yeah, yeah, the yeah, mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like what is that i'm like I, I picked it up after you oh. but you just did like straight across like what the fuck is it? like oh no like going up the mountain that was like a caterpillar yeah. like walking across something yeah so you and i had a lot of fun um trying to think of what song was coming yeah i remember i think never too late or i hate everything about you one of those two songs started and I like tap you on the shoulder. You're next to me. And you kind of look over at me, and then I like push you. Oh, that was never too late. You and were too early. The like there were a couple women behind us that like looked at. I saw like out of my peripheral, just like what the fuck is this all about? And then you like smiled and like I thought it was riot. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna start a riot. And I was like, no, it's not right. And yet. the only thing that it reminded me of is uh, the Boondocks, the cartoon show from uh, uh, Adult Swim. Oh, where there's one part in it where Riley, one of the kids, is like. All you need to do to start a riot is throw a folding chair into a crowd, and that will start a riot. And at the end of the episode, he like just flings a folding chair in, lands in the middle, hits no one, and everybody like stands there and looks at the chair, looks at him like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody throws a punch, and then a riot starts. And he's like, "See, I was right. I may have brought that story up again early on in a different podcast, but I don't remember you saying that before." Every so. every time i think of riot that song let's start a riot that's what i go to is like all right who's gonna throw a folding chair basically <laughs> that's funny um and that was my thought of like i'm just gonna push you and then yeah start a monster right I, I was wrong it was a couple songs too early but i think you did it before never too late i think so because too. it was i think you thought it was gonna go i hate everything about you and then go straight into riot i think so yeah yeah, yeah. but all in all we've seen them a lot we've talked about them a lot obviously we've, we've seen them a lot but I really enjoyed um, Three Days Grace. Yeah, I I enjoy, like, I just enjoy their music. I don't know. It's fun. Um, one other thing real quick to bring uh-huh. up. We started on stage left and had a decent spot on there. And they're starting to set up the stage and everything. It's like, oh, let's go on, uh, let's go on stage right. Because that's Barry's side, the guitar player. And... I don't know what qualifies as a good guitar player, but this motherfucker goes through so many goddamn picks. Like, but he only goes through them because he's 
passing yeah. them out. I guess that's the kind of joke I was trying to go at. Oh, it's okay. like <laughs> a good guitar player doesn't go through two hundred fucking picks in one show. Barry fucking does. It's his mic. It's not even a mic stand. It's just like a stand designed for his picks, and it's a fuck ton of picks going up it, up and down, like all around in a circle. And by the end of the night, they're all gone, basically. And yeah, he's just taking handfuls and throwing them out, like boom, 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 as he's got a low moment or something. Just like take a few off, throw them in the crowd. Take a few off, throw them in the crowd. Um, so the thought was, if you go to his side, there's a higher probability of getting a pick. We didn't get one. Um, I just thought that was funny. I'm trying to make a joke that didn't really work out. Didn't work out for you. Did not work out for me. It worked out better in my head than it did <laughs> uh, in real life. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that, and I was like, oh, we need to be a little bit closer to get a pick. Probably. We do. They didn't quite go as far as we were standing back. Yeah. So. I mean, we weren't very far back, though. We weren't, no. But, um, I mean, for Chevelle, we were further back, but that's because we had to use the restroom. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, you know, I used to be jaded. I used to not like Three Days Grace. I feel like when we saw them in Denver, you didn't like them. No, I enjoyed it. It was oh, good. Oh, I thought you said you got bored. I did get bored by the end of oh, it. Okay. Um, I <laughs> I did get bored by the end of it because it's it's radio music, right? Yeah. And yeah. the songs all kind of sound the same oh, to some yeah. extent, um, even though they're not. And like I, I've said this before in the past, Three Days Grace, Chevelle, not Chevelle, uh, Three Days Grace, Shine Down, and Pop Evil, three. There's probably a couple other ones in there. Oh, Breaking Benjamin's in there for sure. Where to me they all kind of blend together. Because they're all on the radio and they're all sort of played, not typically back to back to back, but when you hear one, you might hear the other yeah. one or something yeah. along those lines. Like you're going to hear this on the radio a lot. And growing up, we heard this music a lot on the radio. Yeah. So it kind of did get, I got bored quick, not quick, but by the end of Denver, I definitely got bored. It's like, well, right. We had also just seen them a couple weeks before. That in, too, at yes. Upheaval, so. And we hadn't seen them for, it's been a few months since we saw them in Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad it was a full set instead of just yeah, an opening set for sure. Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I really have for this particular performance. We've talked about them before. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but yeah, great show. No. Yeah, it was good. I, I'm actually ready to see them again. I think their shows are really fun. So. Agreed. I, I do want to see it again, um, but I kind of want them to take a break and get back with new music. I want new music too. Yeah. Like, like you said, this is the explosion tour again. Yeah. Like, yeah, they've been touring on this for since that album came out. What twenty twenty one? I thought it came out in twenty twenty one. So, so two years. So I guess it's not that bad. Some bands tour with albums for a long ass fucking time. Yeah, yeah. And they're hitting. Oh, we're just those people are like getting new music now, 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 now. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean they are bouncing around a bit. Yeah, they haven't been to Chicago I think since twenty nineteen with Disturbed. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah. I mean. We are going to a lot of shows, so we're seeing them in different venues, different That's locations. what I was saying, is like, we've seen them five times on the same music, even though we're not followers of Three Days Grace. It's not, I mean, like, Disturbed or Avatar, yeah, we'll see them at multiple shows, but um, Three Days Grace isn't a band that we're doing that for, but we have seen the same show basically five times. Yep. Um, but that is because we're going to multiple different places and they're playing with different people too. They so are, yes. the only one time that we, well, we didn't even seek out three days grace to see them. But when we were in Denver, we just happened to have a free night. And we found them. That were and that night. they were the first thing that came up on Bing for me to purchase tickets for. So, and then wage war was with them. So, yeah. Um, 
We haven't so, talked about wage war for a few episodes. We have not, no. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I want to see him again. I would like some new music to change it to set yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, it is pretty repetitive after you've seen it a few times. Yeah. So. Maybe but, it won't be as fun next time, though. We won't be able to But it like, is fun. It is, is it? enjoyable. I definitely got some of the girls scream, especially uh, when they yeah. first started. I know that you hate that. Oh, you forgot about the hoot, 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 hoot. Oh, shit, I did. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. I don't know either. Like, all right, so you brought that up. There's a couple <laughs> other things I forgot about. The crowd itself, I don't want to say it was kind of weak, but the crowd was eh. There was a part at the very beginning where they're like, three days grace, three days grace. You're supposed to chant the name back. Nobody said shit. It was very quiet. It was, it was very round robin where like people were saying it but people weren't really saying it at the same time yeah so it was like our little section was saying it and then some people in the middle kind was saying echoey. it and then it was echoed on the uh on stage left yeah and so it sounded so weird it did maybe that's what it was it sounded yeah. weird off like it just it all through the night it didn't work toward the end it did a little bit but there was a group behind us that every time you would do like the three days grace you get people doing like the, the woo, woo, woo or whatever the yeah. fuck. I, I took it as like dog barking type call type things or like. I feel like it's a high school thing. I like, remember high schoolers doing it. I do too like in like the 90s. The like, like, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's a thing in the high school again. I don't know. It was annoying as fuck. I hated that so much. It didn't bother me. Oh, it, it pissed but. me off because it's like, what the fuck? Like, this is not cool. This is like. If you think you're trying to be cool, this isn't cool. This is annoying as shit. I don't fucking... I don't get it. Maybe that's You're it. just an old man who's grumpy. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I, I did not enjoy that. No, I guess in my mind, it... At first, I'm like, what's going on? But then I was just like, whatever. They're having a good time. Fair, fair. Like, people are allowed to have a good time. They're not bothering anybody. They stop before the song starts. It's they not did, like they're doing yeah. it through the middle of the song. So, I don't know. It... Maybe stop I, being a grumpy old man. Maybe I need to do that. I don't know. I, <laughs> I would I would go with that over the girl scream any day. I'll take the girl scream over that. Really? I don't like the girl scream, but I don't like that. Woo, woo, woo. Like no. Uh, I get. I under. All right. Maybe that's what it is. I understand the girl scream. I don't oh. understand <laughs> the wooting. Yeah. Like at Alestorm, you'd have the woot calls. Hoot 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 hoot. Yeah, the hoot calls. Um, but that makes sense. It's part of the show. It's, it's part, part of the, of the bit. Yeah. And not, not Elstorm. It was Glory Hammer that brought that, that part. Wait, are we missing something? Is there like a... Root? I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. And that's the thing. I don't understand it. So I don't know why it's there. I don't, like, why are you doing this? Why don't you just cheer? Like, oh, like yeah. What is this? Is this your way of cheering? I don't, I don't get it. Uh, the girl scream, I get. You're excited. It's your favorite band. Women have higher pitched voices. So when you scream, it's that high pitched scream. So I understand that. I don't understand the woot. So I think that's what where I'm at. It's like if I understood that, maybe I'd prefer that. I definitely don't enjoy the girl scream, don't get me wrong. because uh, it is high pitched and a little annoying at times. But I understand why it's there, I understand what's happening. I guess every time I hear the girl scream, I just think of like the videos of the girls with the Beatles where they're like <gasps> Like all over the Beatles, and like so. Whenever I hear that scream, that's what I think people are doing, and I'm like, see, "You're over dramatic." I can see that, but I also don't think that's what's happening. Well, no, but that's what I always think of. I know. I it makes me also laugh though thinking about that because I mean that's I think one of the reasons the Beatles quit touring is because of the girl scream, right? At least that's the story I always heard of. Like 
weren't they playing somewhere and they couldn't in, even hear themselves? I believe in um, Met Stadium in or whatever whoever the fuck was the New York team at the time, not oh, okay. the Yankees. But they were playing at their baseball stadium and like yeah, couldn't hear themselves. There's like video apparently. I've never seen it of just like blah bloop blah blah bloop. And then they can just weird ass noises. Because you couldn't hear them. Yeah, exactly. And I think their last show wasn't even a sellout. Um because they just they abruptly said we're not touring anymore. And yeah. because it wasn't like a long drawn out, this is our final tour, our final performance. Yeah. Like a lot of bands do now. I think Motley Cruz had twelve different <laughs> How many Final did Slayer tours. have before right. they were um, done? Anyway, we're getting a little off topic. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah, let's go to Chevelle. Yeah, let's. Uh, Three Days Grace, awesome. Want to see him again. Chevelle it is. <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell us what the set list was? So they started with Faruk. Faruk? I don't know how to say that. An island, door-to-door cannabis, self-destructor, vitamin R, uh, leading us along. Young Wicked, Joyride Omen, Face to the Floor, Pistol Star, Gravity Heels, The Clincher, Forfeit, Send the Pain Below, The Red, Comfortable Liar, I Get It, and then they ended with Mars Simula. A lot of those songs have like two names. Yeah, they have like the parentheses names. Yeah. Um, and by a lot, three. Oh, true. Three. Three's <laughs> a lot. Three's a lot. Yeah. Any more than one with parentheses is a lot, yeah. I think. You don't really see that too often. No. But then again, you know, Loathe had that paragraph long song name <laughs> earlier. That's true. So, again, maybe they could have learned from Chevelle and used parentheses there. The head, the heavy head with thoughts in parentheses or something like that. I don't know. Um, combine both bands here. We're being very negative about song names today. I don't know. I. I like, like, we both said we like that Oh, I do like it, yeah. It's just long as shit. Yeah. So. uh, I bet nobody says that. I bet they just say heavy head. Maybe. I don't know. I. Could you imagine walking up to somebody and being like, what's your favorite low song? Oh, that's it. That's my favorite one now. (laughs) And I'm always going to say it that way. The whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Any oodles. Um, Chevelle. Seeing them. This is our third time seeing them. First time as a headliner. Wait, what was the first time we saw them? Open air. 2016. Oh. I'm 99% positive they were there. Because right. I like them, or I didn't like them. Neither one of us really liked them at that time. And, and so I know exactly why I did not like them. Okay, why didn't you? In like 8th grade, 7th grade, somewhere in middle school, they came out with their first album. And maybe it was their second album, maybe it was their first album, I can't remember. But I remember being in homeroom or being in a class or something, and one of the kids there was like, I don't like Chevelle. Their album sucks. Every single song sounds exactly the same. And I think it was during their second album, not their first, because the second album came out and it's like, it's the same shit they had in their first album. Oh, okay. Just, it all sounds the same. So they're talking about Disturbed? (laughs) There's a lot of bands they could be talking about, right? Yeah. Um, But I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to get into a band if all their shit sounds identical. You're very impressionable. I was. In school and high school. Yeah. If if you want to be... Not cool, but like you didn't want to listen to something or do something that somebody else didn't think was cool. And to be fair, I've been that way a lot in my life. I'm starting to get out of it. And I've been getting out of it for a while now, I think. But especially earlier on in life, definitely I was definitely that way. Um, but that's more why I was like, I got away from Chevelle. I know 
It was definitely around their first. I can see that's why I can't remember. It's very fuzzy, but I remember that happening in that sort of conversation. Yeah. What album it was, I don't know. But I remember the red for sure and being like, oh, I really like that song. That's a really good song. And it is. I really enjoy that song. This is also the same kid that later in high school brought in a CD that he had gotten from somebody at the college in town. I don't know, remember how he acquired this CD, if he found it, stole it, or what, right? But he's like, I, I don't like it. Who wants it? So I took it, popped it in. It was this blue kind of cover with like this witch woman on it and words in German it looked like. And I put it in, listened to just like the first 30, 40 seconds of it. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. And I remember taking my headphones out and being like, this is actually really good. I like this. And he's like, no, this is fucking garbage music. This is shit music. It's bad. Took the CD from me. Took a, we were in art class. Took like a little knife that we were using to like carve shit out. Started scratching the fucking back of it. X's all over the place so you can't play it. Then took a marker to it and drew marker all over it. Then gave it back to me. He's like, there, it's shit music. Nobody, Nobody's ever going to hear this again. I cleaned it up, cleaned the marker off, did the best I could to get rid of the scratches. I eventually got it to play like 10 seconds or 5 seconds or just very, very small amount of time. It would play for a little bit, then skip, play a little bit, skip, and then boom, we can't play this CD. There's just too much we can't play. So I had to like translate the German into English to try to figure out what the album was. It took me forever to fucking do this because I don't think there was like Google Translate at the time or anything. Turns out it was um, Cradle of Filth. And In German? It was like a German version of the oh, CD. Okay. okay. And I was like, holy shit. All right. I just now love Cradle of Filth. Like, Cradle of Filth is great. I love them. I definitely, I don't want to say I get his opinion of, oh, it's garbage music. I can see why it's, I don't want to say offensive, but I can see why people don't like it. Well, it's not radio music either. Definitely not radio music. So. And this is probably a kid who, you know, big time. Bieber, Kanye fan. Oh, now. fuck him then. Right. So, like, that's the kind of music they're probably listening to today. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. So, Anyways, don't take your music thoughts from him. Don't take your music thoughts from anyone. Yeah, Like, true. I guess that's the whole point well, of Well, just this. don't listen to Bieber or Kanye. <laughs> but again, <laughs> don't take your musical, don't listen to what other people say is good or bad. Like, don't even leave listening to us. Like, these are our opinions on what we thought of a particular show or a particular band. Uh, music is art. is subjective. So don't be impressionable by other people. Go out, listen to it yourself, make your own opinion. Um, I mean, li- take and, recommendations, but if you don't like it, you don't like it. Exactly. Or if they don't like it, don't be like, well, I'm not listening to it. Like, And you shouldn't either. Like, no, yeah. go ahead, go listen to it. And if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Yeah. If you enjoy Justin Bieber, go Sorry. go ahead. I'm sorry that you live a sheltered life, I guess. Yeah. Someday you'll find good music, I hope. It's same like that, uh, there's that like <laughs> clip going around now or that I just recently saw of like, what would you say to country or non-country no. music fans? You're missing out on that little kid like, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like cuts into, uh, the one I saw cuts into uh, uh, Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucking perfect editing. That was filmed here in Chicago too. I thought so, yeah, right? Outside of the At, like, Lake Center. Shake or something. Yeah, yeah. I think they do like. Well, no, I don't think it's Lake Shake, but there's like a festival thing at the United Center. Like they do like ribs or something, and then they oh, have a concert. Oh, uh, the the Windy City Smokeout. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. That was hilarious. The whole point, like I'm trying to say, is go listen to music yourself. Figure it out for yourself. Anyway, that's why I... Anyways, did... bye. That sounded like an ending. To the... It did sound like an ending. <laughs> to the podcast. That's the way to get back on track in terms of that is why uh... I did not like Chevelle. Okay. We saw them live for the first time, 2016 at Open Air. Uh, it was a great performance. I enjoyed it a lot. I think you came around and you really I liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I mean, we, I've said it so many times, but in 2016, I only listened to two bands. So, well, mainly. Um, and it was disturbed in Lincoln Park. So, like, there is a lot of bands that I've found at open air. Um, I mean, we'd heard their songs on the radio and stuff, but. One of them was also Pop Evil that yep. you heard and you're like, I really like them. Yeah. And we completely forgot about them yeah. until this year when we saw them at Concord. Yeah. And, and then I'm like. Another one when, like, a song starts and it's like, holy shit, I know this song. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of fun. We're going to run out of those after we see so many more shows. We are, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, and then we saw them, them being Chevelle, last year um, with Disturbed and Lamb of God. At Summerfest, yeah. That was a really weird show because I don't feel like, well, maybe not. I think Chevelle fit that bill. I think Lamb of God did not fit that bill. Yeah, yeah. Chevelle and Disturbed was, are very similar. I was happy that Lamb of God was there, though. Um but yeah, I think especially oh, not even just Lama God being with Disturbed and Chevelle, but Lama God being at that festival. Yeah, that too. Because that, I mean, I'm happy that they were there because you need to bring in these bands that are not. I don't want to say radio because Lama God's played on the radio, but not like mainstream radio, I guess. Because um, only a few songs I think are played. I don't think Lama anything God. is. Oh, they don't play like Omens or anything. No, I don't think anything's played on the radio for Lama oh. God. I felt like Unless they would. like XM radio or some shit. Oh. I figured like Laser would play like Omens no, or something. Uh-uh. Laser barely fucking plays That's true. Slipknot. That's true. And Slipknot's definitely more radio friendly than Lamb of God. That's true. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is like I'm glad that the festival had them there. Yeah. Granted, it was on a Thursday night, which I think was bullshit, which I think that they were like, oh, we need the metal axe on Thursday night so people don't <laughs> do anything stupid. But whatever. Um, cause that was all, your interpretation of that. What it was. And also like the guys, like the secure head of security is like, nobody gets on my stage. Like make sure nobody gets on my oh, stage. Oh, I didn't take it that way. And I'm just like, what the fuck do you think we're going to be doing? I, I took that as like training the new kid. Cause they were a few yeah. new people he was training and at that particular show yeah. and being like, if somebody's rushing the stage, you have the right to tackle. Yeah, them. I get it. That's how I took I that. Think, before going to see that, we had watched the Woodstock 99 thing. Maybe, yeah. Like, more recent before that show, or, like, last year. But I just, I don't know. Like, I just felt like that whole thing was, like, got to have metal on Thursday so people are calmer. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that it was fine having Chevelle, Lamb of God, and Disturbed. Yeah, all I'm saying is that was a... You would choose, like, a more radio music. The... Chevelle and Disturbed fit better together than Disturbed. I also agree. We've said this before. I've said this before. I like a lot of diversity in my set list or my my bill. And by bill, I mean your your acts, your lineup, saying, your lineup. Yeah. Uh, so I I enjoy the diversity in there, and that was a good diversity. But typically, I don't think I would think of those three bands playing yeah. together. Even Disturbed and Lamb of God, even though apparently they played together a lot, don't seem 
to meld that well together, in my opinion. But I enjoyed the set. I enjoyed a lot. All of that to say, once again, I'm getting Let's off get track. Let's get back to this concert. Getting back to this concert. <laughs> um, this was our first time seeing Chevelle as a headliner. Yes, yeah. A co-headliner, but the last headliner, so kind of the headliner. Yeah. I do want to go back to the last show that we saw of them last summer. Oh, go ahead. So we were standing... We are on rail, but like on stage left on rail, I think. Yes. Um, and pretty close to the speakers. The but speakers like, are like right in front yeah. of us. So like when Chevelle started, like you could even see the security shirt moving because the bass was so high. Yeah. There and was, like you could feel your skin moving. You could feel yeah. the bass. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great too. But I'm glad I had headphones during that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, but no, I, I had headphones and I'm glad I did. What? Yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> um. But, so I said before we even went to the show at Aragon, I was like, I wonder if the bass, if you're going to hear the bass. And you were like, well, no, because you're not going to be right in front of the speakers, you know, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as they started, I was like, I, I like did my hands like this, like, you can feel the bass. Did you, could you feel it? Yeah. I couldn't really yeah, feel it. It was, pretty, it was pretty hard. I mean, it's not as hard as when we were right in front of the speakers. Right. But they still had that very strong bass. I guess yeah. that's the part that I was like, I wonder if they still have that really strong bass or if it was just to set up that night. Gotcha. Okay. I now I because when I listen to Chevelle on Spotify, I don't hear that. You don't get the bass yeah. that much. Okay. Yeah. I now I understand. I know. Remember we we had to talk about that and a little tiff about it that night. But, <laughs> a discussion. Yeah, a little discussion about that that night where I was like, "No, you're not going to feel it." And like that's not what I meant. And like whatever. We're not going to rehash all that. But oh, no, let's do it right now on no, the podcast. Fuck that. We're not doing that. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying now. I was talking about. You could not, we weren't going to feel it being as far back as we were in terms of, I felt it on my skin, my face yeah. moving. Yeah. Like, I, you're not going to feel that that far back. I guess that's what I was trying to elaborate on the other night. Hearing the bass and like, like yeah. feeling a little bit of the bump. Like, sure, yes. Yeah. I guess I got a little bit of that. Yeah. The only other thing, well, not the only other thing, sorry. Um, another thing that I noticed was... You could feel the bass, but there was, like, the drum set was yep. so off. Like, on the one, every ting of the one. Tonight? Or that, at, at the at show? Chevelle, yeah, at the okay. show that we're talking about, the Aragon show. So, like, every ting on the one was, like, it seemed more of a ting than, like, a like that was, like, how they were keeping beat or whatever. And it was really bugging me. Okay. Do you remember me bringing that up? I don't know. Wait, I brought it, like, I think I even texted you. I'm like, hey, do you hear that? I guess like, I didn't understand what I you was, were talking oh, okay. about. And I kind of don't now, but okay. I kind of do also. It's so weird. I think it's on, like, a snare. Sorry, I don't know the drum setup, but I think it's on a snare. And, like, but it's more of a ting than, like, the Yeah, yeah no, I know what you're talking so about. So it's, like, ting. And, like, I was hearing that so much. And I don't remember that when listening to Chevelle music. So, and I haven't listened to their set that we heard, so I need to listen to it on Spotify to see if you hear it. But I don't know if it was just how it was set up or, like, you know how they, they have mics around the um, drum sets and everything? Like, yeah, if that yeah, was yeah. just picking it up or something. Maybe. But at the beginning, like, towards the end, I really didn't notice it again. But, like, the first, like, three or four songs, like, that's all I could focus on is, like, the ting, ting, ting. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that. It's, like, ting, play, ting, because that was, like, their one and then you play right, is there one. a way to keep time and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it was just the three of them, like you said, bass, drum, guitar. 
Um, Has it always a, been three? I think so. I think oh, just really? a three-piece band. Yeah. Um, they had the three like little cones behind them, like these little LED yes. cone things for lights. What were those for? It was lights as well as sort of a LED screen. I think if you played them fast enough, you could oh. get like we have a few images where there's like a face displayed on them. So I don't. I think Seriously, it's just like an optical I illusion. I did not get that from the crowd, and even when, um, so we we didn't leave, but we went downstairs, um, like probably around a little bit before the red. So I want to say um, like the clincher, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh no! It, it must have been around like Pistol Star because we were we came up during forfeit. Did we? Okay, and we stayed down there okay. for a couple songs. So, but anyways, um, before going down, I was like, I have not seen those do anything. Like, what are they for? Oh. Um, so I don't know if I just wasn't at the right angle because you're saying like you could like see images or whatever. In between sets, there was somebody who also pointed this out, and I saw it too. Where. They basically had a game of pong being played across them. Really? So you could see like the little line movement and everything. That how could just I, be their testing and how whatnot. How did I miss? Like I honestly did not see anything. I thought they would come out through those. I thought so like, too. Yeah. Sort of like um, Avatar. Avatar does yeah. with their little. Like photos that's where they would things. start. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they came off. I need to look at our photos from stage left. They just sort of came off, walked in, and yeah, whatnot. yeah. I'll have to look through the photos that you took because I, and then like. Well, anyways, I was going to say, like, after when we came back up during forfeit, we even stood back and, like, I didn't see those being used at all. So I was just like, what are they for? But I'll have to look at the photos and see what the designs were. Yeah, I mean, in terms of a stage design and setup, it was a little cool, but then it got, I don't want to say lame, but just kind of boring and there wasn't a whole lot going on. I feel like Three Days Grace used the backdrop. Or the well, they um, had their own the like, LEDs light. Yeah, better. they had their like LED that we've talked about, where you have like a straight LED, a smaller one that the drum kit stands on, and then another yeah. LED that goes straight yeah. across. And that way, you that's sort of like your barrier as well as your like wall as well as now it's screen that you can play stuff on because at the front of it's LEDs, yeah. and then your drum kit can be higher up. So yeah. So with Chevelle, uh, the drums were on stage right, and they were on like risers so they were like it was raised a little raised bit, up yeah. yeah um and then in the middle was lead vocals with guitar and then on the left side was uh the bass your bass all the way to the left yeah, yeah yeah so it was a very simple setup also i mean you did have like those led lights or whatever but it's a very simple setup where i was standing because we w- we were in the back because we did go downstairs and we then came back yeah, up we started toward the back middle went downstairs and then came back up and we're further in the back and that little walkway thing that oh yeah yeah i meant like when we saw most of the show oh okay Um, so in that back yeah but we had went downstairs and then came back up between three days grace and chevelle and um so we didn't we're we're just not pushed through people we could have probably pushed through or moved closer to the front there was room too but yeah we wasn't a band that we needed to be super close for by any means um but just how the crowd was like positioned i could basically only see the drums and then sometimes i could see the vocals but i could never see the bassist when we were there so then when we went on to the back walkway which is elevated you could i could actually see the whole stage then yeah i could too there's a lot of times where it was sort of a darker stage again a lot more red light especially for obviously the the red red. yeah um but yeah i very simple stage setup very simple stage design Got some use out of the LED little tripod things or little TP things they yeah. had. Maybe if you could find when we're editing this, if you could find a photo. 
to put up. Yeah, sure. We can do just that. Just to see what we'll see. those TVs look like. Yeah. Um, but you talked about this in an earlier podcast of not liking when it's, I'm standing in a line, I have my spot to stand in, yeah. I have my thing. And that's kind of how it was. A little bit of just, this is my spot, this is my thing, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah, that was for Breaking Benjamin, I made that comment. Yeah. Because they were like. Boom, 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 boom. But same thing here. Yeah. It was boom, 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 and you didn't really move around a lot. There was a little bit of movement, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, l- looking back at the show we saw last year with them being like right on the rail, same thing. Sort of, here's my spot, here's where I stand. That's true, yeah. But being close, you would see that it's not just standing. They're bouncing They're, yeah. around, jumping, yeah. headbanging, having, yeah. like, having a good time getting into the music for sure. Yeah. From the distance... A little hard to see. You would see some of that by no means. Like <laughs> by no means, you definitely would see some of that while while yeah. watching it from a distance. But you don't get as much, or you don't. It doesn't like. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you whatever. just don't see it as much. Yeah. So one thing with Breaking Benjamin is every once in a while the lead vocal Ben Benjamin is his yeah, name yeah. Benjamin. I think so. Yeah. Okay, but he um, also played guitar yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So. It makes sense with Chevelle that the lead has to kind of stay in one spot because he can't hold a mic and play the guitar. That would be pretty. I mean. So, I mean, you could have different mic stands set up and move around, but otherwise you're pretty much staying in one spot. With Breaking Benjamin, they didn't really need to stand in a line. I think it's just their look. Gotcha. If you know what I mean. So when you're a vocal and a guitar player, because we've seen a lot of um, doom metal, doom metal bands where they only have a three-piece band as well and they just stand in that's one spot. fair why yeah that's fair why is it okay for some and not okay for others i, I guess. don't know it's the same thing like, am i just being too critiquey on i don't think you need so to move? it's <laughs> i mean i don't want to move I, I i don't have energy like that but no i when you said with breaking benjamin i kind of agreed with you a little bit where it's like i would like to see more movement yeah. more more shit on stage mm-hmm. um and then you you did just bring up the doom aspect, and that's true. A lot of times it's, here's my spot. Also, though, a lot of those stages are very tiny. You see those sh- yeah. those in small-ass clubs. Yeah. This is a larger stage. I understand, I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes I'm okay with it. Sometimes I'm not. But if we go back to Denver Beer and Metal Fest, that we, or Decibel Beer and Metal Fest that we saw last year in Denver, some bands use that stage to yeah. its full advantage, so Some you can't did. really just say it's a small stage. I don't know. I that's not a good. I don't have a good answer. I yeah, guess I know. is I know. it was a good point you brought up. I don't have a good answer for it, and I don't understand why. Sometimes I'm okay with it. Sometimes I'm not. Same thing with we like to be standing in the pit or standing in GA, not in the pit, but standing in GA. <laughs> you like to be where, where they're like. Yeah, I'll stand in the middle of the pit and let them like yeah. do a circle around me. No, we like to be standing in GA. We don't like to be in seats. But sometimes we like to be in seats. So yeah. why is it appropriate? Why are we okay with it yeah. sometimes and not? I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. But sometimes it, I don't know. It's weird. I've never actually given it much thought. Yeah. Anywho. Um, eh. And then eh, eh kind of stage setup. Eh, like eh kind of stage yeah. performance. Um, it was okay. It was fine. It was completely fine and adequate. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't 
oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. It was fine. I do have to say, I enjoyed Chevelle more last year when we saw them at Summerfest than I did this show. I did too. I did too. And I'm not sure why, because they maybe it's I do know why. For Summerfest, it wasn't their tour, and they played a lot of old songs that we knew from the radio. Yeah, that's true. I can't remember if they played Hats Off to the Ball or not. I don't think they did, but that's one song I really, really enjoy of theirs. And, and you want to hear Didn't play it here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they played it in 2016. Yeah, I don't remember 2016. I don't either, but like that was when I... When I came back to Chevelle, that was one of the songs that got me back into them. It just kind of came on shuffle and be like, oh, shit, I like this song. And then finding out it was Chevelle, I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's do this. But yeah, in any way, like, like you said, it wasn't their main show. So like yeah. I said, I wanted to see Hats Off to the Bull. I was hoping I'd see that here. Don't know if we've ever heard that live, maybe 2016. But like I said, that was the song that got me back into yeah. sort of like, oh, all right, I can give Chevelle another chance. That's 2016, 2017-ish when I started like, whatever, I'm going to listen to my own thing. I'm going to like my own stuff. I'm tired of listening to other people. Yeah, we kind of changed our music. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Uh, that's when we definitely started. That's when we started getting back into live music. Yeah. Um, I feel like from like the mid 2010s early 2010s or mid 2010s it was like what's on the radio what are people playing at work like that sort of thing that's what we listen to and now we're back to like we like this yeah and but like that was like i said hats off to the bowl and a few other i can't remember what they were but got me back into chevelle wanted to hear it didn't hear it here but i wonder if they ever play it live they might they might not i don't know um I don't know where I was going with this whole thing. Uh, anyway, wrapping it up, or just continued the conversation. Speaking of radio, you brought that up a couple times. I brought that up a few times. Apparently, this was hosted by a radio station, also because in between. Oh yeah, they came out. Chevelle, the radio yeah. station. I can't remember what radio yeah. station because we don't listen to Chicago yeah. radio. Yeah. Um, came out and talked, and they're like, "Are you ready for the hometown boys to play oh, again?" Yeah, hometown. That really pisses you off, I know. Especially when somebody says they're from a place and they're like, you don't, you're not. You're not from that place. Where are they from? Grays Lake, Illinois. Where is that? Almost Wisconsin. Not even a burb? That's not even no, a burb? No, you cannot even call it a burb. No? I would not call it a burb. It's like you're basically at the Wisconsin border. Don't the burbs basically go all the way up to the Wisconsin border? I don't know. I would not call that. It has to be at least an hour away. Would you call that Chicago land? Would you call Fox Lake, where you guys went for your guys' trip, Chicago land? Because I think it's by that. Uh, that's questionable. See? That's close. Naperville See? is an hour away. Yeah. That's Chicago land. P- people from Naperville should not be saying that they're from Chicago. <laughs> I am sorry. Anyway. Um, you are not from Chicago. At best, I would say they're from the Burbs. And I'm fine with... People saying I'm from the Chicago land area. Uh, I would, but they don't say Chicago land. They, they say don't. I'm from Chicago. I gotcha. I don't know why that frustrates you so much. It pissed you off in Iowa City too. Of being like people from North Liberty, like I'm in Iowa City. Wait, no, 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 no. It doesn't. No, I say I lived in Iowa or near Iowa City. Yes. I say when we lived in the Iowa City area. I I usually just say Iowa City because it's less words and yeah. people know what I'm saying. So yeah. nobody I, knows where North Liberty is. I get why people would say like. Chicago. Yeah. Um, point is, 
not necessarily from Chicago, but from the area-ish. They're from Illinois. <laughs> Illinois boys. Anyway, uh, I know that frustrated you a little bit. I just wanted to bring that up to frustrate you frustrate a little bit more. Frustrate me more. Yep. Uh, they did bring it up with the red a little bit, where they're like, I haven't heard the red sung that loud. 72 degrees in Chicago right now. <laughs> they did bring it up a little bit with the red also, where they're like, we haven't heard the red sung that loud in so long, oh, or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Uh, and it was a pretty good crowd interaction with the red, for sure. Definitely yeah. people singing it toward the end of their set. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Before the red, though, we did go down stairs, go to the bathroom, got another beer, um, and hung out down there for a little bit. You could hear it pretty well downstairs. Yeah, the music. yeah it was fine. Yeah. A lot of it wasn't. So we didn't go downstairs for this. Like, so when we were at the Aragon and saw the interrupters, we had to go downstairs because those lights were crazy. Yeah. That was one reason. We just went down. I think I had to use the restroom. You had to use the so restroom, and then I we got a beer, and we kind of just hung down there yeah. to hear it for a little bit. Yeah. And you could hear it just fine downstairs. Yeah. You also pointed out that there was a decent number of people yeah. leaving. Yeah, people are, like, streaming down the stairs. And again, this is an early fucking show, so people aren't leaving. Was there something going on last night that people had to get to? I don't know. I don't... It wasn't last night. It was a couple nights ago, but... Oh, two nights ago, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It... It was a weird time to start so fucking early. There were a lot of people leaving. But maybe people leave the show like that all the time and we just don't know because we don't stand by the door. Or, you know, like, maybe. we weren't by the door, but yeah, where you see people leaving. I mean, to be fair, we went up for a couple more songs and we did leave early, too. We left before the end of the show. Yeah, we left with, like, two songs left. Yeah, it was... One song left. Yeah, it was at the very, very end of the yeah. show, but we left a little bit early. Yeah. Got our Uber yeah. at home. Because if you need an Uber home... Don't leave it at showtime. Yes, that too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I got a little bit bored toward the end of this set. I think um, I did too. And it reminded me of, again, that kid from middle school. Being oh. like All their songs sound alike. And listening to the live set being like, all these songs sound alike. Yeah. I don't think I was really bored. Maybe I was. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, I'm ready to hear some songs that I know, which and, they played at the end. Yeah. And again, Chevelle is a more radio friendly band yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's radio music with Three Days Grace followed by radio music with yeah, that's true. That's true. Chevelle. So when you have two bands right in a row, then it's kind of like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. A, it's a probably the bit. same feeling that you had in Denver with Three Days Grace where it's like, okay, I've heard this. Like, I think so. You brought go. that up earlier of... Yeah. Denver at three days grace. So I was like, oh, I'm bored. Yeah. And it's essentially the exact same set list at Denver that it was here. Yeah. And I didn't get bored at all during this performance. But if you had flipped Chevelle and oh, three yeah. days grace, you'd probably be bored. I think I would have been yeah. completely fine during Chevelle. And then by the end of three days grace, I would have been bored. Yeah. And nothing against the band themselves or their music. I enjoy every aspect of it. It's really good. I enjoy it. It's, fun it sounds good the performance was it was fine it was kind of it was just a fine performance honestly stage set up in for yeah. for Chevelle that is but if you had flipped them I would have come in I would have felt the same way I think I did for Chevelle during three days grace yeah I think another thing is that we do see a lot of concerts so when you do hear the same thing over and over and over it's like okay let's let's leave this one and like 
basically get ready for the next one. Yeah. Like, we're always looking for the next one. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's a good way to live, but I feel like we're always like, what's coming up next? Like, who are we seeing next? Or, I don't like, know. I enjoy it. It's definitely live in the moment for sure. Like, yeah. I'm here. I'm going to enjoy this bit. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, like, even with Chevelle, like, I think I was like, okay, I'm ready for something else. I guess I wasn't that oh, way. Oh, okay. No, I definitely, okay. I, I get that way the next day, oh, okay. not the night of. Okay. I sometimes, like, even at the concert, I'm like, I need something heavier. Like, depending on what it is, I'm like, I need something heavier. Like, I can't wait for this concert because it's going to be heavier. Gotcha. Or, like, oh, I can't wait for this concert because I know a lot of their songs and it's going to be so much fun. You know, that sort of thing where. Yeah, and again, that's why I like more diverse bills yeah. lineups yeah. right is because you can start sprinkling that heavier shit in yeah um but all in all i thought this was a perfectly fine show perfectly serviceable show um i was happy with it the price we paid yeah, it the, yeah everything i was happy with a few little nitpicky things here and there but all of these bands i would definitely see again um and yeah i look forward to new music and Old music, just I want to see them again for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, see them when they come around. Yeah, definitely a good time. Yeah. All right, well that's it. Okay, right. bye.